0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin, with support from New Zealand On The Air.
1: It's time for Speak Legal, conversations with Community Law Otago, made with the support of Law Faculty, University of Otago. Joining us on the line this morning from Community Law Otago is Caitlin, and we're going to be looking this morning at the Sunscreen Product Safety Standard Bill that Todd Miller introduced to Parliament in May. Morena, Caitlin, good to have you with us.
0: Good morning, how are you?
1: Good, thank you. So give us a bit of history there to this bill.
0: Um, So what's happened is um, Todd Muller has introduced this bill into Parliament in May over the concerns that um, Consumer New Zealand put out when they um, did an investigation in 2019 um, in which I think 9 out of 20 sunscreens being sold in New Zealand failed the SPF test. And then in 2020, there was no better news on that, um, when five out of ten of the sunscreens failed again. So um, Todd Muller's kind of launched into action and put that this is his members bill that he's um, bringing into Parliament. Um, to try and put some better regulations and standards around sunscreen testing.
1: Gosh, it's quite frightening stuff, isn't it, when when you realise how many New Zealanders uh, rely on their sunscreens as they head into uh, the outdoors. So tell us a little bit more about why and how these sunscreens failed the SPF test. Um,
0: so basically the sunscreens put their, um, their sunscreen on the shelves of the supermarket and on their label they advertise the SPF level. Um, and as we all kind of know as a rule of thumb, or at least we should, um, that we should be using sunscreen with at least SPF 30 on it for good protection from the sun. Um, But the sunscreens that were tested by Consumer New Zealand, some did not meet the promise of the label. Um, Some said that they were broad spectrum or that they're um, SPF 50 or a similarly high number, but actually when tested, they did not deliver on this claim, and... um, in fact, some only returned SPF of um, between like 20 and 30 instead of the 50 plus that they advertised. So um, that's a huge fail on an SPF um, you know, label, but especially um, for people thinking that you know, you're know you buying this SPF 50 and you're getting, I don't know, 20 or 30, you know, and it's, it's quite confusing.
1: Mm. Um, so yeah. how, how have they got away with it? How have the sunscreen brands got away with having SPF levels lower than what they state on the label?
0: Um, so the issue is that in New Zealand, sunscreen is currently classified as a cosmetic product, um, and because it's a cosmetic, um, manufacturers aren't required to regularly test these products, and the sunscreen standard is voluntary. Um kind of opposed it to being like a health product. Um, in fact, New Zealand actually shares the same sunscreen standard as Australia, um, which prescribes the test methods for both broad spectrum and water-resistant sunscreen products and their labelling requirements. But um, in Australia, for example, that standard is mandatory. So a product cannot go on the shelf um, of a supermarket, for example, or a pharmacy, without meeting that standard. But in New Zealand, compliance with the sunscreen standard is voluntary. So companies don't have to meet the standard to sell their products in New Zealand.
1: Alrighty. So what does Todd Miller's bill do?
0: Um, so the bill is quite simple. Um, it pretty much just enforces... What Australia is doing, um, it requires the Minister of Commerce and Consumer Affairs to recommend the setting of mandatory regulation. Um, that's under Section 29 of the Fair Trading Act. Um, this means that um, prescribing a product safety standard for sunscreen products. So, yeah, exactly the same as what Australia has. Um, products have to be the SPS level that they state on the label if they want to make it on shelf. <laughs>
1: Seems like an obvious question to ask, but I'll ask it anyway. Why is <laughs> why is this sunscreen bill
0: important? Um, I just kind of think it's it's good to, like, it's important to know, and it's also important to be aware of the fact that there are sunscreens out there at the moment that are advertising levels that are higher than what they are. Um, I don't know, I'm in Invercargill at the moment, and we had a really sunny week last week, and I don't know if it was the same for Dunedin, but... You know, it's kind of then that I kind of thought about it again because I heard about the consumer review and to and last year, um, and I spent a whole summer outside in Central Otago on the vineyards my summer job, um, and so I just kind of it's kind of rejigged it for me that you know it's very important we put a lot of trust into sunscreen to save our skin from the sun, um, so. If you buy a product that stays SPF 50 plus, for example, and it's only SPF 25, um, then you're putting yourself at like higher and unknown risk of sunburn and sun damage. Um, and there's so many people in New Zealand that do work outdoors all, all year round. Um, so, you know, being able to trust your product is really important.
1: Yeah. Now, of course, Consuming New Zealand um, published some reviews on this. I remember seeing them at the time, a couple of them actually, and being quite appalled by by what I saw. And I guess, you know, I guess, Caitlin, the, the reality is that, that for many New Zealanders, those kind of reports either go under the radar or they don't have time to, to suss them out. But I guess in the meantime, it wouldn't be a bad thing to do to be a bit of do a bit of google searching and find out what um what Consuming New Zealand has said here because it does name the brands and it does name the better performing brands
0: yeah that's um that's what I kind of did last summer I looked up the brands that Consumer New Zealand had named and you know checked that what I had bought or you know because everyone has sunscreen that just sits on in their cupboard you know in their bathroom and then they pull it out on on a very hot day or when you're heading down to the beach or whatever, and you don't really think about it. You don't really think that it won't be exactly what it says it is. So, um, yeah, I guess a bit of consumer awareness to check out the Consumer New Zealand website um, until this bill's passed because um, otherwise they're not really as protected as we think we are.
1: Well, I, I guess I, for one, I'll put my uh, my cards on the table. I'd like to see that bill sail through Parliament without, without too much trouble at all. Hopefully there won't be too much uh, controversy about that one. It'd be good to see. A really interesting topic. Thank you, Caitlin. And something for us to bear in mind as we head into those months when we spend a little bit more time and sometimes a lot more time outdoors. Um, thanks so much for your contribution today, Caitlin. We look forward to catching up with you further down the track. Thank you.